Hello everyone and welcome to the Unbroken Soul podcast. I'm your host Amanda Joy and my mission is to help dissolve the protected armor created from trauma. We all have trauma. I am a mom, wife, entrepreneur turned trauma survivor, light worker, speaker and woman's soul coach. I live with passion and intensity and have found my life's purpose through my own healing journey. I have sat in the shadows, wept from the depths of my soul, rose from the ashes and danced alongside the phoenix. My greatest wish is that this podcast offers you insights, real life stories and tools to help guide you back into a space of remembering your unbroken soul. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Here we are, still in the middle of a global pandemic. So many of us struggling day to day with this roller coaster of emotion from fear and confusion into a space of light and hope. And back around we go with everything in between. Nothing is left untouched. It's an uncharted territory for all of us. And therefore we are learning together how to navigate what feels best, how to support our loved ones and our children and ourselves. It's a time for us to really truly come into a space of honoring, to come back to the root of who we are and then build from there moving forward. We are not able to support or help others until we do the work on ourselves. And this is a moment in time where we can utilize these tools to then carry us forward through life as different challenges or lessons are presented to us. It's not a time for us to sink and hide to avoid. It's a time for us to really be curious, to become curious about the things that are happening within ourselves and around us, to be curious about how we are choosing to react to what is happening, and then to just be with that, you know, sort through it. There's no right or wrong in any of this. There are so many resources available right now. Our social media is lit up with people offering ideas and advice and some of it is supporting and some of it just fuels the confusion further. Be mindful of where you are allowing your attention to be directed. I know that I myself am present on social media as a resource to reach to you, to offer you what tools or support that I can, because I have been through times in my life of uncertainty and I have found a way through. But I also am so cautious about what I choose to consume and what I choose to bypass. There are certain people and groups that I know support me in the vision that I choose to hold throughout this time. And therefore that is where I migrate my attention to. I do not get caught up in the scroll zone. 
I do not open media news clippings with startling headlines. It doesn't feel good for me and I am aware of that. And so I've chosen, I've made the aware, conscious decision not to feed and fuel that side. Because it's real, it's there. And if we choose to dive into it, we'll find more. We'll just continue to find more that will support whatever ideas are coming up. But you know, we have to be mindful of where we want to direct our attention. And if it feels best for you to completely step off and remove yourself from social media, then please do that. Do that for the sake of yourself and your own well-being. Really pay attention when you wake up in the morning. Are you reaching for your phone or going to your computer out of routine and habit? Are you going there to seek answers that are not even readily available to you? We don't know what's going to happen when this is going to end. We only know that we have to come into a space now of trust, surrendering and offering up any control that we thought we had over our own lives and really diving in to a space of trust. It's not that easy to do. I wish that I could offer you some real quick fix special potion to say, hey, here you go. Here it is on a silver platter. Take it and, and do with it what you will. But the reality of it is, is that it takes work. It takes reminders. It takes being pulled completely out of alignment to wake up and go, oh shit, okay, come back again. And this will happen time and time and time again. None of us are unscathed by what is happening around us. Some may be able to navigate it a little better than others, but that doesn't mean they are unaffected. This is impacting all of our lives. Be kind to yourselves. Be gentle with your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. Support your family in the best way that you can with what you have. And then give yourself that grace and forgiveness for the times that you really, truly lost connection. None of us are superhuman. Even those of us who are highly trained in scenarios such as this will still get pulled into it. This is a global pandemic. It's affecting us on a global universal consciousness level. And what that means is that it's, a, it's this big blanket that's around all of us. It's not just affecting one area of the world. It's affecting all of us. And if any of you have a greater understanding of energy and how energy moves and works and the universal connection of one, then you understand that what affects somebody across the globe affects us here and vice versa. Energy travels through distance. It doesn't need to be in direct contact. When I work with my young children, I often explain to them, can you see Wi-Fi? Can you see the radio waves, the TV, the satellite, the cell phones? 
for whatever reason, we are better able to grasp that that just works, that just travels. We don't need a visual concept of it. Allow energy to be the same idea for you and understand that energy too travels. So when I say that, notice how that lands in your body. When you go out to the grocery store, you may experience a shift in your own energy field and you may think, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was carrying that. And perhaps that's not yours. That may be you picking up the energies that are around you. So be very mindful of that. And like I said, become curious. So start to ask yourself these questions. Is this mine? Did I, did, does it belong to me or did I pick it up from an external source? And there's no right or wrong. If it is yours, okay, that's fine. Then let it be yours. But then ask yourself, how do I want to move this? Because I'm willing to guess that it probably doesn't feel good in your body, that it's arriving as some sort of restriction or heaviness or attention and, and you, it's unwanted. And so then we have to take ourselves into this next step. What can I do to move this? And this again is a self-awareness. There's no right or wrong. Some people move energy through working out, running, yoga, dancing, meditation. However your body wants to move it, then let it be moved. But move it in a way that is not in a comfortable state. I'm using quotations with my fingers here because the reality is we are not going to move this energy if we stay in something that's familiar. The energy needs to be released through that which takes us out of our comfort zone. So it, it escalates us to that next level, right? So, you know, when you're running, then let's do some intervals and let's push past the boundaries into the unknown space where you actually are capable of doing more, but you prevent yourself from going there. It's time now to enter that. If you are drawn typically to a gentle, relaxing, quiet yoga practice, then I'm going to challenge you today to move into a vinyasa or a power flow or a kundalini practice with active breath. Because it's through these differing <laughs> from your familiar that you will find the growth and the release that needs to take place. Maybe it's something as simple as taking a couch cushion and just punching it. Breathing and punching and moving the body vigorously in an attempt to allow that energy to surface and then release. For me, I'm a puncher. I find great release in punching a really hard cushion, soft enough it's not hurting my hands, but hard enough that it can take the pounding of the fists or the forearms, whatever it is that I'm using at that time to release the energy. Once you've allowed this energy to start to move, it's important to allow a time or period of integration. Let it go, release it, 
feel that surge or that rush, and then pause. Whether you choose to lie down on the earth, whether you choose to sit and place your hands on your heart, feel the shift of energy rise through your body. Be in the space of processing and restoration for as long as feels good for you. Cry if the tears come. I am a deep crier and I know that I've done the work when the tears rush to the surface and I can release and experience tears flowing freely through the body. Be in that and let your kids see you. Let your kids get permission from you to then feel what they're feeling. Because I can guarantee you right now, those little people are carrying a lot of trapped energy in their bodies. It's a very scary time for them. They lack the life skills to support them through this time. It is up to us as the next generation to guide them, to reassure them, to remind them of their safety in all of this. It's all temporary. When you're done the period of restoration, then just check back in. Is there more energy that would like to be moved? Does that feel complete for you today? What is it that your body needs from you next? If your journal's nearby, maybe you choose to write a little bit about your experience. Perhaps you resonate deeply with the outdoors and so you're called to just put your coat and your shoes on. I say coat because in Alberta again today, where I'm at, it's snowing again. But whatever that is, then get outdoors and breathe the fresh air and send blessings up to Father Sky, down to Mother Earth, around to the four directions. Just be in the essence of what supports and celebrates you. And remember to check in time and time again, because as I mentioned, it's a roller coaster. It's a rise and it's a fall and it's a round and round and round. And each day is uniquely different and that's okay. In moments of overwhelm, when perhaps you're not able to move yourself into this period of activation and moving and drawing the energy up, perhaps it's best for you or it is best for you to just move into a simple breath awareness. I cue this with most of my, well, all of my clients, anyone who's willing to listen to me knows that breath is key. It's a tool that is forever present with you no matter where you are. So the number one tool for all of us in these times of uncertainty, if we're out in public and we can feel, okay, the energy's rising, find your breath. Number one, bring awareness back into your breath. And then from that space, just simply remind yourself, I am inhaling, I am exhaling. And allow that flow of breath to naturally 
ease at your own pace. Don't force, don't rush, just awareness. I am inhaling, I am exhaling. And be in that space for as long as you need to, to maintain or ground yourself back in to the present moment. Another beautiful breath I find when I'm driving, often my mind starts to wander and that's perhaps a space that I get triggered in. The humming breath, the humming sensation brings a natural calming energy into your nervous system. It brings you out of fight or flight and into the rest and digest. Again, another simple tool, taking an inhale in through the nose, and humming it out through the mouth. Lips remain closed as you hum, pushing the exhale out through the nose, humming in the mouth, and only humming to an extension that feels comfortable for you. So we're not bringing any forced extension here bringing that then again activates a disruption in the nervous system and you start to move into that panic state. So that's what we're working to avoid here. You're just bringing a soothing breath in, inhaling through the nose and humming out as you exhale out through the nose. Another beautiful tool that you can share with your children as well. So take note of these two breath awareness exercises, very simple, very basic tools that you can carry with you and use at any time. And then when you are able to, find the space in your day to move that energy. Choosing to be curious at all times, is this mine? And how does it want to be moved? And when you ask yourself that first question, is this mine? And you're uncertain. You're like, well, it might be mine. It might. Okay, then let's release that because we're not grown. We're not attached to any certain income or outcome or answer. We're just here to bring awareness and curiosity so that one day when you do ask yourself, you actually will receive the answer intuitively and go, shit, that's not mine. That's not mine. Okay. And then you find a way to shake it off or to move it. Or sometimes it's as simple as that. That's not mine. I'm not carrying it. But it's a practice. It takes time. So be kind to yourselves right now. Offer extra grace. And at any time, if you need help, please reach out. Always here for guidance and support and sending you eternal love, wishing you health and happiness. Stay safe, everyone. Much love. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me on another sacred journey on the Unbroken Soul podcast. If this episode resonated with you, do a sister a favor and take a screenshot, tag me and share on your favorite social media platform. 
Also, your heartfelt words expressed in an iTunes review aid in boosting my ratings and allow other like-minded souls to find me. If you'd like to reach out to me, your messages are always welcome. DM me on Instagram at amanda.joy.77 and I look forward to visiting you on the next Unbroken Soul podcast. I am Amanda Joy.